Hey, this is Jose Galison on No Way Jose. I'm on the No Way Jose YouTube channel. I'm also just about everywhere podcasts are at. Hey, I'm on the No Way Jose YouTube channel. I'm also just about everywhere podcasts are at. I'm on the Liberty Movement YouTube channel and BitChute as well. This one will not be going on there because this will be going a little bit more political. And the point of the uh, Liberty Movement was for non-political cultural content. Uh, today, my guest is Cole or Berserkatum, however the fuck you say it, on uh, Twitter. Um he used to be on a podcast called The Extremists, where they just had people from every pole of the grid or whatever, you know, uh, authority, authoritative left, authoritative right, so on and so forth. You get the idea. Most of you guys who watch this probably know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, and so I thought it'd be kind of cool to explore extremist unity. I put extremists in quotation marks because, I mean, I don't really think they're necessarily... I mean, I guess you could say some of them are extremists, but like I, I would definitely say I'm like bottom right. I don't consider myself an extremist. In some ways I do, in some ways I don't. Uh, I'm extreme in the regard that I think you shouldn't be able to hurt people or take their shit. Um, but uh, I kind of wanted to, before we got into it, I kind of wanted to mention a quote, because this is kind of how I look when it comes to like unity. And that's kind of the, the thing. I don't really necessarily actually agree in with unity. Uh, it's more just like I'll be there with you when you're on, on the right path and not with you when you aren't. Uh, the quote that I kind of wanted to, that perfectly encapsulates what I'm talking about is from Frederick Douglass. And the quote is, I would unite with anybody to do right and with nobody to do wrong. And so I know a lot of people get caught up in this like idea of unity and like we're just going to like it's almost like, oh, I'll team up with the right. And then it's just like and they're like, well, what if we have dirt in our face? Well, don't, don't. just fucking when they do shitty stuff, just be like, nah, that's bullshit. It's really that fucking simple. But um, yeah, um, I also want to remind you guys, I'm monetized on uh, Patreon.com slash No Way Jose 2020. I'm also on the Fed.app where I'm also in no way Jose 2020. So give me some fucking money. I'm always about that. I am a capitalist in the true sense. With that, I'm going to bring on Cole. What's up, dude? Hey, Jose. How you doing, man? Doing all right. Uh, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience? Yeah, I'm Cole Schmidt. Uh, I'm a anarchist uh, engineer. I've, been, I've worked down in Alabama. Uh, my uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, pretty much everything is uh, Berserk Adam, but that's fine. Berserk Tom, I hear it a lot. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I was on a podcast this uh, mostly during uh, COVID actually uh, called The Extremist. We had um, there was four of us actually. There was uh, sorry five of us. Me as the anarchist libertarian right. We had a um, ancom technically libertarian left. A uh, neocon as um, Authoritarian right, which we've had a lot of dealing with those lately on Twitter. And then authoritarian left, we had a, um, a tanky. And then we did have a radical centrist who he called himself <laughs> radical centrist, but we just shit on him the whole time. But <laughs> it, it, it was a fun podcast. Um, I enjoyed doing it. And I wanted to get back into doing podcasts again because I just find it super fun to, you know, talk to people, shoot the shit and maybe talk about some uh, libertarian ideas. Yeah, with your job, we definitely have opportunities for future 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 episodes. You know, yeah, I, the whole "but my roads" type bullshit. Yeah, it, I, I know. <laughs> We've been talking about that, and I even mentioned it. I was like, maybe on this one, you like, I, I haven't heard. I know, the roads argument. I mean, has been beaten to death a thousand times over. But uh, something that I deal with every day is like water and sewer, gas and power. Like those things, especially if you look at like. Um, Right now, what's happening in Texas, like uh, all their power went out. It's like, well, it's a centralized authority, like taking over the whole power grid. But different podcast, different day. But that's also something I'm really uh, passionate about is uh, utilities, even though that sounds kind of funny and weird. (laughs) Yeah, I really really like having shit. (laughs) Being able to shit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, I kind of we want to touch on before we get into the media. I don't know if you have any thoughts to add to kind of what I put in the intro with yeah. what I was kind of talking about when it comes to unity because I feel like it's kind of a false notion. I feel like a lot of people get tied up and they're like, oh, we're we're gonna team up with the paleo libertarians or whatever the fuck. And it's like, yeah, I mean, team up in the regards of like when they do something good, but when they do something yeah. dumb, be like, no, that's dumb. Like it's really that fucking simple. But yeah, yeah I mean, you you pretty much nailed it. Like right from the beginning. Um, I mean, there's things we can go into, but. Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm not going to, I think unity is something that a lot of people want, but they don't realize what it is and how at some points bad it can be if you're unified with the wrong person. Um, and I think there there is some ways to unify with different quadrants and different people uh, politically and culturally too. I think culturally is a big thing that uh, we think about you know, getting together politically and agreeing on different things and fighting for a cause. But I think unity and culture can be an even much larger deal. Um, but yeah, I would say just my thoughts on it are that I want to unify with people that want to be free. That's that's how I think of it. If you If you are authoritarian, right, but you're saying, I like government, but I still want you to be free. I want you to be free to choose the government you want to be under. 100%. I'm with you all the way. Even an ANC, if there's an ANCOM that's saying, I just want to get rid of the state and go and live in my commune. I just want to be free to do that. And I want you to be free to do what you want to do. I will unify with them in a second. But once you say, um, I, th I don't think there can be any unity between someone that wants to be stateless and someone that wants to have a state uh, in power. I just, I can't. There's no way I can personally agree with them because. Um, any coercion to me is just immoral and like despicable. Yeah. Like I was saying, you know, with like the unity, it's just, I mean, really if your idea of unity is that we should, you know, stick with someone and then like not bring up when they fuck up, then no, that, that you should never unify with anyone really. But yeah. if you're, if you're, I mean, I, that's why I, don't, I think the whole idea, if anything, I would more kind of want to get at like pros and cons of different yeah. groups to kind of like what you can ally with them, what the, the, the utility of different, allying with them on certain certain things and so on and so forth because i think there's a lot to it there's definitely for every quadrant there's something to team up with them even the centrists which we're about to go into <laughs> shitting on them so uh we'll, we'll go ahead and get into it we'll top of the well, centrists. i wanted, to, oh, I go wanted ahead. to say one more thing and it was i was thinking about this today and um i think it's important to note that like every quadrant every person that gets into politics is doing it because they truly want to make people's lives better but we all just have a different way of getting there. And I think if you can unify with somebody of understanding, like just at the base point saying, Hey, I want to make human life as best as possible for everybody. So how do we get there? And I think that can be a unifying factor between all quadrants. That's the, really the only one I think can, I don't know how you feel about that, but like there's, I mean, there are people that are, you know, the only thing I think is probably like live left and, maybe um like anarcho and communists and stuff that don't care about humans but even then i feel like some of their ideologies they're still like somebody's gonna get you know we want humans to be better or your humans to be gone i mean it's the only other really thing. yeah I, I, I get what you're saying i mean really at the end of the day pretty much i very rare i mean it's insanely rare for there to be someone who genuinely doesn't have their beliefs because it's they they think it's going to be worse for human yes. humanity or something you know what i mean like so it's more of a matter of you got to like try to approach everything from the understanding that 
like, hey, these fucking people think this is what's best. And that doesn't mean I'm not saying you should always, you know, interact with people in good faith. I actually think there is utility in shitting on people, um, <laughs> you know, to some extent. Uh, it depends on the scenario. But you also, I think, need to come at it with the understanding of, even though, yeah, you may be shitting on this person, that you need to understand that they probably, almost certainly, are coming from this position because they this they think this is what's best. But there yeah. is sometimes you uh, there is utility in being like just dunking on their ass and being like, <laughs> look how stupid this asshole is, you know? Because sometimes I mean, tower, it's more tower about gang was made for this. Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> yeah, which I'll be I will be covering that at some point. So yeah, here, here's our. For all the Tower Gang homies watching, here's your shout out. So you can't shit on me, you know. I just want to throw it out there though, Nick, Nick Ashley. He did not. He did, he did not, not throw. You know, fuck, fucking a dude. Fuck Nick Ashley, man. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. No love for the homies. But you know what's even worse than fucking Nick Ashley? Centrist. Centrist. <laughs> uh, so centrist. I kind of want to go. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll touch it. We'll go different ways. But I just think. Like with centrist, like with allying with them, there's nothing really to ally with them on. They're just fucking borderline. You, they have, they don't stand for anything. Like that's no. the biggest thing. For like, at least like a fucking commie, I can respect that you're like, at least you stand for something. Like yeah, I think you're, you're entirely wrong. But. You're extreme. Like I mean, your commies. I mean, they have all the confidence and all the um, oh, what's the word? I mean, what's it? I can't remember. But they they definitely have the confidence and they want they they're radical and they stand for it. But I mean. You asked what we could like uh, unify with centrist on. We could literally unify with centrist on anything. They don't care. Like it was, I mean, they'll be down with capitalism. They're down with communism. They're down. That they, they don't care. And that's what it's. It's yeah. like uh, nailing Jello to a wall. I mean, I just with centrist, it comes down to if you want to learn how to work with centrist, you need to read a certain book by Edward Bernays called Propaganda. <laughs> yeah. That's what. Learn when it comes to centrist. That or start learning some of the, you know, listen to Vindermani and learning about his his version of magic. Shit like that. You yeah. just need to learn how to fucking herd the sheep. That's all you gotta do when it comes to centrist. And, and honestly, I, I, I think of centrist kind of as like uh Michael Malice talks about like they're just the average people. Like I mean, you can almost take probably like 80% of people and fit them in the centrist category. That they're and it's not a bad thing. Like it doesn't like that's just kind of the norm. It's the average. It's what people, I mean, because most people think that balance is the be all end all for anything in their lives, which it, it is a great thing to have balance. But if you're trying to balancing between two, I mean, opposing ideas, sometimes that, that thing in the middle is not the best thing. Sometimes one end is way better than the other end. And one and it is still way better than the middle of that. So you might um, say you need balance with balance. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 is, it is crazy, and and you can almost convince a centrist of anything because they'll just be like, "Yeah, I see, I can see that," but I can also see the other side. It's like, well, then then what do you want me to say to you? I can't, I, I guess that's, it's a little bit different because I'm not trying to like, where this is like convincing the other side, but it, yeah. And I guess saying that I like shitting on centrist is, a, I feel like I shit on people who take pride in being a centrist. Cause it's like, cool. You're taking pride in having standing for nothing. Yeah, but now if little, you're a centrist, like you said, it's just your normies. Basically that's what normies are. Centrist. Yeah. And it's like, okay, whatever. Cool. I have no, I have no issue with someone who's not interested in politics, philosophy, 
you know, shit like that. Like, whatever. Cool. I mean, if anything, that's probably great, you know, like, but just don't, don't hop in this arena and be like, you know what, guys, I'm, I have a balanced approach here. And it's like, yes. good for good for you, buddy. Like, go fuck like, off. If you aren't <laughs> burdened, if you aren't burdened, like all of us with the, just the immense pain of politics and philosophy, like good on you. Like you, you, you missed out. You got to get out of this terrible world of, arguing online and thinking about really abstract things or you could just go and grill like i mean you like that's and that's where yeah. the whole meme comes from but, but there's nothing uh, wrong with that it's just when you yeah. dip your toes in this water i'm gonna call you a fucking retard and just tell yeah. you get the hell out of here <laughs> absolutely and um and like the other thing about centrist is it doesn't matter and i think again malice points on this a lot it doesn't matter what if we're in an authoritarian right um, state or authoritarian left or in a, even in an anarchist, totally ANCAP society, they're still going to be in the middle, still being normies, still grilling, not caring, going with the flow. And there's something to that that is admirable. I, th I think it's something admirable because you're, I mean, you're living your life. That's fine. But yeah. there's also something that's, that's like, you, if you don't want to, don't come into this, you're still just a normie. You're still just a follower. I'll call you a sheep. It'll be kind of funny, but, um, but yeah, I just, that's the thing is like, this is like 80% of people are probably in that centrist quadrant. And as long as they don't stray out and start talking to us about like, <laughs> Hey, here's what we should do. Yeah. You're yeah. fine. Stay there. Get back with the herd asshole. <laughs> <laughs> just get back in the herd. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you because I'm not going to convince you. Even if yeah. I do convince you, you'll just slime your way back to the centrist at some point. Yeah. Well, it's not even really convincing. You're just kind of like, I don't know. It's like, um, I don't know. It's like convincing a two-year-old to follow you. It's not really yeah. an accomplishment. And they might run off and go fucking shit in the corner five yeah. minutes <laughs> like, from then. <laughs> like, if, you get, like, if you get a dog to follow, I mean, not saying all centrist people are dogs, but if you get a dog, again, like you said, to get a dog to follow you, great. I mean, yeah. you have... And you, the, the crazy thing though is because the centrist will follow whoever's in power or whoever is, that means there's a ton of them. Like there's a ton of people following the people in power. So the people in power feel like, okay, I have all of these people under me. I don't have to worry about these. All I have to worry about is these extremists and get them out of the way. These like anarchists, these commies, like, and you, that's what you see all the time is you never see the government go after a centrist normie. Well, I mean, but it's you, you it's bring up that a good way point, close, though, but... here, though, because you, you like you kind of bring up a good point that they go wherever the fucking wherever they feel like they need to go to adapt. And it's like they're very malleable. And so there is something to I feel like the regime, whichever regime we're talking about in particular, it's ours, USSR, whatever you they need to be careful of like, hey, these aren't really our people like they are now. Yeah. But like as soon as some other strong man or someone who's able to manipulate the masses in some good way comes along, like. You, you you best be prepared like uh, so there's something to that too and that we need to not be so focused on you know it, i don't know this is where like i was getting out with vin armani and his like thing with like magic or even just propaganda there is fucking there's something to that i i honestly think everyone should read propaganda you should learn how to fucking appeal to the masses like yeah. you should learn how to be able to talk to a centrist and fucking get them to come to your opinion because if you can move them a little bit towards your way, I think there's utility in that. So even yeah, though, you know, like 
that's how we get a, a freer society is start getting the fucking the centrist and the normies to move what their center is you know 100 and the thing is they follow the status quo the stat as long as the status quo is fine they're going to follow the status quo once you change the status quo they will still follow the status quo, whatever it is they're still going to be following that status quo towards whatever but the thing we have to do is you know end caps anarchists i don't care i don't i don't know if you have any uh thing after and for you but um we have to change that status quo and is it by reaching out to the normies or is it by reaching out to and taking over the top or is it about grassroots movement from the bottom i don't know but i just know that we have to change the status quo and then that's how we get all of the normies to follow us that that yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a little bit of all of the above <laughs> yeah it, it is it is yeah. and I, I think you did you I want to say you did a podcast about like, um, which I know, I think um, Tom Woods just did one on it, but about, um, no, 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 no. It was uh, Nick Ashley just uh, debated. Um, oh, was it Nick? Just no, debated. Nick didn't, um, Nick didn't debate anybody that I know of. Are you thinking of unironic? Huh? Yeah, unironic and cat. That's what he, yeah. well, he debated. Um, uh, Nick Cass or Kevin Castley. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the anarchist um, guy, super anarchist, uh, written, written a bunch of books. He was in the Monopoly. On oh, Bob. you're thinking of Josh Smith and in uh, Larson right. Rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About arguing about should we use the Libertarian Party to change, you know, the government towards libertarianism? And, Dude, that's uh, a whole other discussion because I actually yeah. don't think you should. But I don't agree with Larkin's reasonings. I think he yeah. actually Josh won that. So I think Larkin's reasoning there was very squirrely. And uh, but again, that's I, that whole thing yeah. of. Should we go from the bottom? Should we go from the top? Should, but I mean, but again, that's that's what I just want to. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. If you if you haven't watched it, it's, it's yeah, it was, it's, it's it was a, good a pretty debate. good one. It was it was kind of I joke. I'm in a group chat with Josh, and I totally joked that it was like watching mom and dad fight because Lark and <laughs> Rose is one of my like probably one of my top favorite books. The most mm -hmm. uh, most dangerous superstition. I really highly suggest anyone to read it. His big thing, his foc his focal point is like he we really focused on a lot is convincing people that um authority is a myth and that it's like, like this is what drives you know government essentially yeah so yeah um no the echoes back they were talking about before i hope it's just on my end are you not hearing it still i'm all good this is great content <laughs> for, for, anybody, for anybody listening we've this is the third time we've tried to start this podcast so <laughs> yeah i keep getting this weird echo on my end but you swear scott's not there so Fuck it, we're rolling with it. You know, I'll find out in post. <laughs> we're twenty minutes in. Let's go. <laughs> it's too late now. There's no turning back, and I have no editing, audio editing skills. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, all right, cool. Let's move on to right unity. So this would be like you know, unity with the authoritarian right. So this is uh like, yeah. So basically, this would be the focal point for be like culture, like because that's basically the only that's unifying thing we would probably have with them. And even then, to some extent, I don't necessarily consider myself having like a perfect. Like, cause I, I don't, this is culture is one of those things I actually find balance to be better. Cause, uh, I'm, yeah. this is where balance does apply in my opinion. Cause I'm not necessarily convinced that the traditional, like what people think of when they think of right culture is completely legit in my opinion. I mean, I think it's mostly legit. Like, yeah. you know, I think it's good. The family structure, I mean, there, I think there's some things that we have a little bit off, you know, with Western culture and so on and so forth. But yeah, I don't know if you have any thoughts on uh, a yeah. right unity. And uh, I I was that I was about to say the same thing. Culture was the biggest one for me because I, I will I don't know if what you your background is, but I grew up uh, like Christian conservative Baptist family growing up 
in church every Sunday, every Wednesday. And so like hammered into me that right culture, that traditional values. And you can see how that is a good thing. You can see how living like that with a family focus and at some point a higher power focus beside yourself is a good thing. And I think that's the best unity you can get from the right. Now, another thing the right has, they love guns. Awesome. I mean, it's one of the best things, even though I would still say the Democrats are still in an authoritarian right. I don't, I mean, they're really not communists. I don't believe that. I think that's just bullshit. But no, both, both the Democrats and the Republicans are top right. Yeah, just top right. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) they just, I mean, that's all. But uh, maybe not the the farthest poll top right, but they're like, yeah. yeah, they're, I think the fucking Democrats are like probably a, in maybe an inch and a half to the left. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. I mean, still in the right quadrant though. Or I mean, top right. A, a little bit capitalist, corporatist, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, guns and the uh, traditional values. I think it's the best thing. And it, and I feel like that's the easiest um, quadrant to convince because mm-hmm. it is so easy to attack them from the right and say, listen, if you believe in God or if you believe in certain unalienable rights, how are you not against the state? And I, and I, because there's always that, uh, I know we're going to get into it, but there's always the argument of, is it better to have libertarian unity with the left libertarians or right? unity to be with the authoritarian, right? This is kind of goes into what I was talking about earlier, where it's like, just kind of, you know, you stick with like issues. Yeah. Like yeah. when you when the when the lib lefts are being fucking wackos, I'm gonna be like you're being like, a fucking wacko. <laughs> yeah, like when the lib lefts are going like, yeah. oh, I, th- I think uh, old men should like fuck children. Like, no, you're you're, you're gonna go in the wood chipper. Sorry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can fuck right off. Like, <laughs> you can fuck all the way off with that. Yeah, uh, you kind of brought up something that I kind of thought was something interesting to touch on that I didn't because I t- I always take notes before these. Uh, but one thing I didn't think, and you kind of mentioned it, you kind of said co- capitalist, and immediately corrected yourself and said corporatist. I think that brings up a good point when it comes to the top right, because they this is where you get this issue with us like ANCAP types where why people argue we shouldn't even really have the cap part because people people conflate corporatism and capitalism. And that is a product of the top right, because that is a definite thing. The top right will interfere in the market big time and they will gladly refer to it as capitalism and this is a kind of bastardizes what we consider capitalism. This is why I kind of like the, I mean, I'm, I consider myself an agorist, but that's why kind of those things, why I kind of like that. Cause I do also think there is some issue. A lot of libertarians where you kind of like fucking, you know, have get boners for fucking like corporatism, like not corporatism, but like the corporations, corporations. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, this is not at all how it would be if we had a free society, like there would, they, they would not be able to grow to this, this size. So I think there's one thing to be wary of when you're hanging out with the, uh, the top right, that they're going to fucking kind of bastardize what they consider or what you consider to be capitalism. So yeah. one of <laughs> and I, it's, um, it's a thing where you have to call them on it. Like anytime you see it, they use this of them saying, I mean, even just, I mean, bailouts are easy. Those are really easy to go say, okay, yeah, that's a clear representation of the state and the corporations working together to just get money. I mean, even though it happened, the worst has ever happened in the past year. Um, But even, I mean, small things like 
most people don't just regulations. People don't realize that is a very corporatist, like super anti-capitalist thing is regulations by the state. And it shouldn't be something you can just roll over with and say, well, you know, I, I'm okay. Like, no, you have to nip it in the bud from the right because they have a hard on with tariffs. I mean, Trump had a huge hard on for tariffs, tariffs, regulations. Um, and it's kind of a weird thing with like, when you talk about like tax cuts for like corporations, if the tax is going to corporations, that is corporatist, even though we hate taxes as much as we do, if they're giving taxes corporations, it's just fucking over everybody below those corporations, I think. So um, I'll always fight against taxes and I'll always be for tax cuts. But uh, I don't know if I'm going off on a tangent here. This is kind of b- stupid, but I just mm. it is one of the biggest things. I, and I think personally that corporatism is worse than a communist worse than communism because it is a faux capitalism that will still end up in a technocracy that kind of like what we're seeing with these big tech companies just taking over because of the corporatist um, agenda. Yeah. And uh, the the corporatism is kind of like more subversive in a sense. So that's why it's, it's because like communism, we can be like, no, I don't like that. So, but where it's like something like corporatism, it gets conflated with capitalism. So that's why it's like more sinister in a way because it's it kind of undermines our values in a sense, you know, or it confuses people and makes it harder to, you know, convince people of what you think of with free market, you know, free market capitalism or whatever. You know? Well, you can't convince somebody that they have more food than they did last week under communism. Like if they don't have more food, they don't have more food. But you can convince somebody that, oh, by the way, you can just get this thing cheaper because of this large corporation. And that's very easy to convince somebody to say, this is better because you're better off right now because you can consume more than you were before. And they'll be like, yeah, I can. And they can say, well, it's because we're giving money to these big corporations. We're putting all these regulations on. And it's, um, I, like you said, it's more subsurface, uh, subversive, but it is definitely more um dangerous i think than uh communism oh for sure uh yeah so i think we kind of cover the biggest thing is like obviously with them their authoritarianism they kind of bastardize our their our idea of capitalism and then like the big thing you know to unify with them is on culture because i do think like we were kind of touching on is i'm actually an atheist i'm very much i have some different thoughts when it comes to you know for for, for example i don't believe in objective morality i I fucking, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of like, what I'm a little bit of a conundrum in some ways when it comes to like cultural things. But even then, I still think that there are a, on the whole, the right side, like culturally, is on the right track far more than left yeah. side. If we're making generalizations. 100%. If we're making broad generalizations. Like, I'm not, like, for example, I think there is a role for, like, I actually think genetically speaking from a scientific sense, I've talked about this before, that I think, you know, evolution kind of is almost created like homosexuality to some extent. So they've actually shown that like uh, families that have more males tend to have it. Cause it's like, you don't need any more breeders in a sense. Yeah. And it's also helpful to have more, but anyways, point being is I have a little bit more different view, but I think on the whole, I do think there is more benefit to generally speaking, the right side of the culture. So, yeah. you know, like, you know, the kind of big family values, you know, yeah, while I don't believe in, in, in God in any sense, I do think it is, 
you know, once again, talking about the sheep, you know, the centrist kind of deal. I think it's useful to have them have their little imaginary friends, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a little fucked up, but I don't really care. <laughs> you know, it, yeah, this guy says do good things and don't do bad things. Yeah, it's just like, don't do <laughs> it's like it, it is a big thing because the right has always loved the church. I mean, and the and it, as much as bad as the church has done and it has done some shitty things throughout the millennia it's been around it also says be good to people be nice to them help poor people out and i don't know like just live and just have a good family like this literally just what it says and it's hard to tell anybody that and then to be like nah fuck that like no everybody's gonna be like yeah those are good things and those are to me the basics of all religion and the but. beautiful thing about religion, too, is the cognitive dissonance that goes along with it. So, like, say things like we mentioned homosexuality. Like, that was actually <laughs> one of the biggest turning points. I'm not gay, but that was actually one of the biggest turning points for me for, like, getting away from religion. Because, like, I'm 29, and so for me, that was, like, the whole gay issue was a big thing growing up. And, like, yeah. it never logically made sense to me why it was an issue. And I know for a fact, I mean, there are probably some religious people that are going to get butt hurt, but it is fucking straight up in the Bible that it's not fucking cool. But like, people will find ways to fucking justify how, use, how it's okay. I love how you use butt hurt. That was great. Yeah. That was good to <laughs> people will find ways to make it like their belief match up. You know what I mean? To like be like, yep, somehow the Bible's okay with the gays. Like, okay, cool. And so it's kind of this like thing of where you have this magical book that tells you do good things and don't do bad things. And then once the culture decides certain things are bad, they somehow hand wave away certain things. I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> man, this is, you are hitting something that is like just to me, like a huge thing because like, again, I grew up in super fundamental Baptist. Like you don't even know how, like I was definitely born up like a, the gays are bad. The fucking, like the, um, <laughs> like smoking and drinking is the worst thing. Even though, even though Jesus drank wine, do not drink wine. <laughs> like, and the the cognitive dissonance between uh, not only just between the Bible things, good and bad, or whatever, but between of the like worshiping the state and worshiping their God. Like, I I've talked to my parents. I've talked to a lot of different like Christians and stuff about this. Like, hey, and by the way, shout out to Anarcho Christian XP. If you don't follow him on Twitter or uh, Instagram or um, YouTube. Definitely do it. He's great. Especially if you're a Christian, do it. Daniel but, 3 is good shit too, if anyone's paying attention. I don't know if you he's another anarcho Christian. Oh so, fuck, I'll have to yeah. call him because yeah. I, they're they're really good. And it's just the and their biggest thing is no king but Christ. And they're like, if you're a Christian, how could you ever be for the government or for the state? It literally is like totally the antithesis of what the Bible is trying to be like and what you should be like. But I mean one another one of the big things with the authoritarian right of they've intermingled with religion to where they're like the state and the religion are go hand in hand symbiotic relationship kind of like corporations and government which is smart for propaganda reasons but i think they also <laughs> yeah. kind of created their own downfall if you learn how to play it against them because like you said i do think the bible is very anarchic anarchist one, i guess 100%, if you, yeah. you know like as i i grew up that way too but then like I mean, I wasn't until later that I looked at it through that different lens after I was already an atheist where I was like, I looked at it through the lens of like, holy shit, this is not like, this doesn't jive with the state. The Old Testament very much goes into how like, they're like, 
uh, fuck no, like like in the Literally, Old Testament, like when they wanted to create a, a state, God was like, fuck no, dude, what the he hell? He was like, listen, hey, by the way, you know they're going to make you give them money, right? Like, you know they're <laughs> going to make you fight for them, right? Like, Yeah, I mean, like, basically, to paraphrase God, he's like, all right, whatever, do what the fuck you want. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this is going to be really bad for y'all, but go ahead. Like, <laughs> it's going to suck, but yeah. have fun. Yeah, and then Jesus fucking straight up, like, what was it? He The, the thing he's known for is fucking wigging out on the tax collectors and shit like. yeah, flip their tables over <laughs> drew them out of the the temple with whips like yeah. was whipping them like imagine if you, if we went into like the irs with whips and started whip i mean awesome fucking base as hell but and look like, at all these pussies this past year that fucking oh god well well the state says i can't go to church because we got yes. a big big scary virus you fucking pussies god <laughs> Like you don't believe what you're fucking reading. <laughs> you don't. I, I I don't think they 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 believe what they're being told, not what they can read for themselves. It literally it goes. I mean, they've been doing the same shit since the Middle Ages. Like mm-hmm. the Middle Ages, the church said, "By the way, you have to do fucking. You have to go to Israel and fight." Oh wait, that sounds like today, AC. But you have to go to <laughs> yeah, Israel. Wants you to fight for them. I mean, USA wants you to fight for them. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the Pope wants you to fight. <laughs> I mean, Saudi. I mean, fuck. <laughs> fuck, there's so many of these people. <laughs> but it's been the same thing. I know we're sticking on the authoritarian right, but it is like a huge thing for me. Neocons and paleocons and Democrats and Republicans because they're just, they're who's in power. So it's the easiest one to shit on and the, and the best one to shit on, I guess. But... It, and it just irks me just how much they've gotten their fingers into every little bit of religion, capitalism, like anything that you can think of, they've gotten their fingers into because they know how to do propaganda and maybe we need to get better propaganda. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I definitely agree that we need to get better with our propaganda and I think learning how to affect the culture more. Uh, I think part of the reason why yeah, and I think part of the reason why we spent so much time on this is me and you both came from the top right. So like yeah. it is like a it's kind of what you know. It's like you Which just, by the way, so yeah. that was your you were like a neocon or something like that. And you I mean, I it's I don't feel like it's fair to call a neocon. For for all intents and purposes, I might as well be at the time because I the time that I grew up was very much like nine eleven America, you know, oh, post nine eleven America. So like fucking like I was like a centrist essentially like we talked about earlier but i um you know we were very much like kind of right so top right ish but it was like we kind of just were like whatever fox news says kind of bullshit you know so we basically were neocons like i mean we may we probably weren't technically neocons like if you like press us in our positions we were just basically like, neocon cheerleaders you know yeah just, <laughs> and that, that's yeah that's where i was and yeah i don't know if maybe i need to go back and look have you have like a um history like how you became a libertarian podcast have you have you done one like that i feel like i've done a couple i know the most recent one i did was on nick ashley's uh that fucking douchebag who didn't fucking <laughs> shut us out yeah no i mean i i i think i might have done like one or two where kind of go into my like you know philosophical upbringing or whatever or my journey if you will and uh i know the most recent one i did on nick ashley's podcast you know that dickhead who didn't, doesn't even recognize fucking Tower Gang. But he probably won't even up. watch this, so whatever. <laughs> until he, he's going to watch it, I'll just keep tweeting at him over and over and over again. Until <laughs> I'll, I'll put it in the chat. 
I'll keep sending him Peter Norris in the chat until he <laughs> big old glorious cock. Uh, <laughs> all right, so but yeah, you're not move. gay, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> let's move on into bottom unity. So this is kind of where we talk about like the lib left, and yeah. uh, the thing is, the lib left kind of I feel it can be confusing because. Left can mean culturally or it can mean whether they recognize property rights or not. And those are like two different beasts in a sense. So, but I mean, we'll kind of generalize, whatever. So what, what are your thoughts on bottom unity? So this is actually, you already, you're watching like almost a rift between like left and right unit, left and right libertarian unit right now in the libertarian party. I mean, like the, you have the Mises caucus and then you have like, the fucking I don't know who I don't know who the other guys are I don't know what they call themselves. There's but, like the radicals, a large part portion of the radical and caucus it's, is and a it's that thing, thing of like the you frags. said, they're leftist libertarians. They mm-hmm. are culturally left. They they want it to be about transgender, um, homophobia, different shit like that, and that's fine, whatever. But like when you have like I think libertarians left and right can all unify under we don't want the state. And that's the biggest thing. Like if you can, if you want to unify with the left libertarian, it is, we don't want the state. We'll, we'll figure out everything else after that, but let's get rid of the state first. But if, and it feels like a lot of left libertarians are now putting the cart before the horse. They want to figure out all the other shit. They want to figure out racism. They want to figure out sexism. They want to figure that out first. Let's get that done. And then we'll go to the state. It's like, no, that's, Take it on the state because they're the biggest problem. People are literally dying. Let's take that out first. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a whole lot there. I mean, I do want to throw in a little anecdote to kind of like perfectly demonstrate what we're working with, with the bottom left. Um, but yeah, there we, uh, we towered some chick the other day cause she was shooting on Dave Smith. Cause she said something like all snarky. Like, I don't remember what he even said, but she said, something like, yeah, where she said something along the lines of like, Oh, I guess taxation is worse than transphobia, huh? Transphobia. People actually die from transphobia, and there was some shit like that. It's just kind of like the most retarded take, huh? I think it was an Andy Craig tweet, and that she was tweeting under that. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. It it was so dumb. It was just like it was one of those things I just can't even understand. It's like this is like where they're at, where they're like they value things like racism or sexism or whatever more than that. Whereas like. I have no problem saying that I think it's perfectly within libertarian values to be racist, sexist, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't I don't have any I mean, I'm not gonna be your homie. Like we're probably not gonna be cool, but like at the same time, as long as you're like it's like the uh, I think Eric July says a lot. It's kind of like uh, you know, the racism without the state is just people with shitty ideas. So yeah. like it's like you have no real fucking power. And but it's like if free you don't association, state, free association yeah. is one of the building blocks of a libertarian society of mm-hmm. saying, I don't have to associate with you if I don't want to. No one can force me to buy what you're selling or for me to sell what, for you to, to force me to sell something I don't want to sell or live somewhere I don't want to live. Free association is so integral to libertarian philosophy. And you, and then like once you say, no, you have to do this, you have just lost every bit of everything else that um, comes from that. Like there's no, it's, I I remember this is kind of like, I've, uh, I've had people tell me like, 
Yeah, I mean, I would be a libertarian, but they just seem, it's just going to sound funny, like, they seem too consistent. They want to be so consistent on everything. I'm like, consi- like to me, consistency is some of, like, and they're just being, well, you can be consistently wrong. Like, well, I'm consistently right, so it's fine. But, um, but the left libertarians don't have that consistency um, of we need to keep people able to be free, even if that means they might do bad things or they might do maybe not bad. Like we don't want them to murder or kill or rape or anything like that, but like bad things, culturally racism. It's, it's a terrible thing. I think the, the quote, I can't remember who said it was, but, um, Oh, I think it was was that Thomas soul that said, um, or Ron Paul, that racism is the worst form of collectivism or something like that. And it's true, but you have the total right to be a racist. You have the total right to be a sexist. That doesn't mean we want you in our society and free association allows us to get you out of our society without coercion. But um, that's a thing that left libertarians don't get. They don't understand it. And like you said, we towered that girl because she was trying to say that transphobia was worse than taxes. Which I can see at a very like one dimensional view, how you could believe that. Cause it's like, you can see how like, Taxation just seems so like it's something you do every year. It's just not really it's just money. It's, it, yeah, it's just money. But like if you really take into the larger effect of everything it does, and then it's like and also on top of that, like what what do you mean by transphobia? It's like it's like someone's like I saw someone said something like it's a shifting goalpost. So it's like what what do you what what do you even mean? Like and it's also like it's just like what people like really technically that means people scared of people that are trans. That's literally what yeah, that word what means. <laughs> so, like, I, like homophobia, what? like it's like, scared I, of being gay. <laughs> if they're really scared of them, they'd probably stay away from them. But any, anyways, that's just being a little like, I guess, being autistic and overthinking it. But like, no, I, I don't think just... that is overthinking because uh, <laughs> a big thing that happened. I mean, it's well, it's just been going happening the past couple of years has been like it's transphobic not to sleep with a trans person. That's transphobic, and it's just like that has been a talking point, and. Once you make that your focus, once the Libertarian Party during, uh, I mean, with this past presidential run made being not racist isn't enough, you have to be actively anti-racist. That's a policy we want to put forth. Like, there's no cut that you can't, like, that's not something as Libertarians, I understand you can unify that behind that as a cultural thing but not as a political thing not as a this is how we're going to overthrow the state and i would much rather i would much rather unify with an ancom that is just like i just want to get rid of the state than a left libertarian an actual libertarian from the libertarian party that wants to make sure trans people have better lives like i want trans people to have better lives but i also want to i want to end the state and I think yeah. that was a big, uh, it was on Michael Mouse's podcast with, um, was it a mosh? Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty rough. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just like, I genuinely don't care if you're black, if you're gay, if you're trans, I really don't care. I feel like the left though gets like the less, especially left live types get really into the thought police type place. And it's like, I don't care. Like genuinely, as long as you aren't trying to hurt people and take their shit, I, I genuinely don't give a fuck. Like I, I really don't. I, 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 I could give like I said, I, you, you could be race. Like, Yes, I mean, I want to hang out with you. Like, so you can be racist, you can be sexist, whatever. I mean, and even then, like, some of the crazier, more like lefty types, I mean, I want to hang out with you, but I don't give a fuck what you do. 
Like, I, mean, I, I don't know. I have no, I have no issue with trans gays, whatever, like do what the fuck you want. Like, I don't give a shit, but like at the same time, like to like be shitting on people or freaking the fuck out when they like, I don't know. It's just, they have such a over emphasis on like that, like people accepting them where it's like, I guess like, Maybe it's like a right thing to where like we just don't care if people accept. I don't know. Like I don't really give a shit if you like me if because I'm a white cis male or if like I could give two fucks less. <laughs> and, and the problem isn't like the the problem isn't them having that desire, like them being very outspoken about trans rights and uh, and racism. Totally fine, one hundred percent. But once somebody like Dave, like Dave, has been talking about, he literally he just like the lockdowns taxes and these wars he was like we got to end them and he's like i don't care what else is going on i want to end these and then if you come back at him and say well you don't care about race like you need to care about racism he's like that's not you can care about that but there are bigger issues that need to be addressed and you tearing down somebody trying to get rid of the biggest evilest thing in the world literally the biggest evilest thing in the world doesn't make any sense to me and is not a unifying thing to me. Um, even though they might be trying to do good things. Um, and I guess the other thing is like, and comms on the left libertarians because they are there. You can talk about that's more of like a, after we get rid of the state, can you unify with them? That's the only thing I can think of. I don't think they're really going to be like upset at you right now they're trying to get to the same place that's why i think that they're and i don't know about amprims i guess they just want to return a monk so i mean yeah i don't even know where you place them on the uh, grid really <laughs> i guess like probably middle bottom just middle down just <laughs> as far down as you can get yeah they don't even give a fuck about economics like <laughs> <laughs> that man yeah but uh no to go bring it back to the isms i think the big thing with all the isms is like they come down to like they're just these eternal boogeymen is what they are because it's like this thing you'll never get rid of like if you're if you're if your standard is we need to get rid of racism we need to get sexism we get rid of whatever ism it's like this is this is nothing that ever goes away and it's at the same time it's also like you're focused on the wrong thing like it's kind of the same idea as the leftist types being focused on uh on money and politics as opposed to you know the politics if you will like the, yeah. the government it's like it's kind of the same idea it's like you're focused on the wrong thing like you're like oh we need to get rid of these money and politics and we need we can do this or we can do that it's like you're just it's gonna be there no matter what your issue is that there's politics in general like so yeah yeah, and, yeah I, like like you said the the biggest thing is that they've made that their focus and it's not a bad thing but it's not the worst thing like it, it's the worst thing that is happening right now is the state. And if we as libertarians, especially within just the libertarian party, the third party, the third biggest party in the U S that is supposed to be for freedom is more worried about homophobia than wars in the middle East. Uh, it's, it's infuriating when you like, when you're on like a right libertarian and you see that it is just infuriating because you're like, people are actively being killed and dying because of our tax dollars and our complacency within this country. But you want to fight about that. Like, I guess the uh, trans reading time with kids like, or trans bathrooms, like you want to make that your main goal that makes, and it's infuriating if you're on our side. 
Yeah, and the thing is, too, it really just comes down to I feel like the bottom left is just generally just blue pilled in general. And they're just, oh, they yeah. just don't hate the I, state. A- it's really just it. They just don't hate the state. It just comes down to that. I mean, not all of them. I'm overgeneralizing, but generally speaking, they just don't hate the state. It's like, so they're like focused on all this shit. And it's like, that's why. It's like, they're, they're not really, they don't really, at the end of the day, it's not, it's not a priority to them if, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I, don't know, I had a point that I went to, but I kind of got, got fucking. I didn't even think there. about that blue yeah. pill. That, that's a great point because they really, they take, and I guess whole point of blue pill is you don't see the cathedral and the agenda they have. And they literally have hook, line, and sinker taken everything they've said about racism and homophobia and all the isms, like you said. They hook, line, and sinker taking it, and they're like, "This is the worst part." And that's a blue pill thing. Like with the red pill, when you once you have that red pill, you see that this is all because of the state. This is all because of the cathedral. And um, oh god, it's just I want to unify with left libertarians so much. Like it, they really are. I feel like the easiest ones for us to unify with because they want to be free, but. They all, I mean, I feel like most of our towers in Tower Gang have been against these left libertarians <laughs> because it's so easy. They don't get it. I mean, Archie Flowers going on Dave Smith uh, on the uh, Lions Liberty podcast and just shitting the bed and then just being a whiny little bitch afterwards. <laughs> like him, Andy Craig. I mean, I don't know how bad Nick Sarwark's been recently, but. He's like been pretty all, quiet. <laughs> yeah, he's been quiet, but like all these guys have been trying to shit on Dave for just being against the state. Like it's so yeah. weird as a libertarian. And then you have a Justin Amash on Michael Malice's show saying, who literally point blank said, Do you want to end the state? And he said some word salad about. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, do you want. It, it's the biggest question to ask. If you're blue, if you're blue pill or red pill, do you want to end the state? That's it. Yeah. If you don't, I don't know if I can unify. I mean, the unity can't be, I mean, it can't be there as much as someone else that does, even if that person is a communist. Yeah. And uh, touching on communists, let's go ahead and move into the let's last one. Diagonal unity, <laughs> which is straight up commies, like fucking <laughs> like, and you know what? Um, I think there's a lot. I, I think, one put note I put here is they're our best and worst ally. And they're like our best worst ally. If you're going to go the ally route, because I kind of went into earlier how like you don't we're not really technically allying with anybody, but the um, they're very much um, to group up with the diagonal is to try to accelerate the collapse because that that is oh. that's the big point with that a lot of people bring up with diagonal unity is you're they're very much because their thing is, you know, they want to collapse. I mean, I'm not a boog boy, but like, <laughs> I do think pushing commie ideas is kind of essentially accelerating the demise of the state. So, but at the same time, with the commies, they are our mortal enemies. So, yes. while if we push our bottom right ideas and also their top left ideas, that is like, probably the best method to collapse the state in the quickest way possible. <laughs> but the problem is now you're left <laughs> with the bottom with left, them. bottom right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cause the bottom left are trying to take over. <laughs> Luckily with our current, uh, or not bottom left, top left, but our current top left, I'm not too fucking scared of, <laughs> but like, you know, if we're talking about USSR top left, like I, they're goddamn scary. But <laughs> I, I didn't think about the, the acceleration thing is uh, I've 
I've kind of joked about it before with people, and I didn't think about that with that it is technically authoritarian left and libertarian right unity, as dumb as it sounds. But, but yeah, I mean, if I can accelerate the state by pushing socialist agendas because they'll spin their self into oblivion and then we can be free after the collapse. Fuck. If, if you told me that's what it would take, I'll take that in a second. I'll be yeah. like, Oh yeah, I'll take it. And I'll, if I just, Oh, sorry. Perfect example of this right now is, I don't know if you know us, but, but especially among bottom right types, it's very common to be like, yo, fucking Biden, give me my stimmy stims. Like, fuck, let's <laughs> do this. Like, I don't give a shit at this point. Like I'm at the point where I'm like, I have, I mean, maybe a year or two ago, I'd be in a different spot, but I'm at the point where I'm like, fucking give me some goddamn money. I don't give a shit. Like, fucking print some money. Fucking <laughs> keep that printer going. I don't give a care. Cause, yeah, because I'm going to fucking do shit with that money. Fucking get myself in a better situation, and you're just going to fucking spend yourself into a collapse. So, win-win. I, mean, <laughs> I think it's the, the thing of, like, we've gone past the point of no return of – we're not getting out of this. Mm-mm. We're $30 trillion in debt. We're not getting out. It's not happening. So why don't we just end it now? <laughs> like end it as fast as possible so that, because I feel like if we elongate this, the more people are going to be hurt by it. And it, it, this kind of comes down to like a ut- utilitarian argument of should we go longer and maybe more people get hurt or we should go shorter and a lot of people get hurt and have, quick time but we're freer afterwards i mean maybe i don't know i don't know the answer to that but yeah i didn't think like like i want my stimmy i want to get like i mean let's let's inflate the dollar and i'll buy crypto instead and i'll make millions of uh, i'll make thousands of dollars off crypto and dogecoin and shit like that and you're seeing it now that the collapse i mean damn this is you really opened my mind on this because <laughs> now you, if you think like you start seeing like banks taking crypto as actual uh, payment or there are like different companies taking crypto as payment. And you're like, this is because the fed is printing money and their dollar is worthless. So people are going to automatically go to something that is actually worth something. Yeah, no, it is like, uh, I mean, the big, the, the key is though, like, I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, this isn't like good with economic values and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, you're fucking right. But I don't really give a shit. Like, I want this thing to collapse. I don't want this dollar to keep going on. Like the biggest thing though, for us, the biggest catch is to not be dependent. So the idea yeah. is to take that money they give you and to get out of the system. So yeah. whether that's pay off your debt whether that's buy crypto, buy gold, buy fucking things you can use, whatever, use that. You you need to use that money in any way you can to become less dependent on the state. Or a lot of people won't. They'll fucking just use it to just, you know, pay their bills, go buy some weed, whatever the fuck. Yeah. But you need to be being smart as best you can with that, like being intelligent. So that's why I'm all like, give me fucking money. Like, I don't know if you saw there's some guy for the last stimulus bill who was like trying to like, Give us 10k. I was like, "Fuck yes!" Well, Nick, I think Nick actually, um, the fucking backstabber, uh, tweeted that today. <laughs> tweeted that today. He was like, "Hey, give me 10 grand," and I posted right on there. I said, "Buy guns and ammo." Man, I was like, "Just yeah. buy guns and ammo and crypto." But oh, oh damn, what was I gonna say? Oh, um, another point. Like people were saying, like, "Well, we need to be economically strong in the U.S." and it's like. If the dollar is strong, do you think we will be more active or less active militarily across the world? Yeah. Like, if the dollar is strong, 
we're going to be paying the military and we're going to be across the world killing people. If the dollar is weak, we can't do it. It's, it's impossible. We'll just, and it is kind of maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm no, like, it's kind of hard to tell. Cause it is also like part of the game is for an intervention to uphold the dollar. That is part of the whole, true, yeah. the whole game. So no, it's like a, they may, it's almost like, you know, when you put the state in a corner, sometimes it will lash out. But it is also like you need to realize these are lashing it lashing out. It's just dying. It's because dying it's fucking corner. breath. Yeah, it's in a corner. So it's like yeah, it's- yeah, you might be like, oh no, they're like interacting more militarily or whatever the fuck. But it's kind of like you know, like there was it was a lose lose to begin with in that regard. So it's like it is what it is. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It, it, again, like I am all I, and I. Here's the thing: I want a peaceful collapse. I want it to be a divorce that we are all saying, listen. I want to get away from this and no one have any violence or die. I don't want people to die. That is like, I'm, I would actually I'd classify myself as a pacifist. I don't want to get, I don't want to fight people. I don't want to get in conflict. I don't want violence at all. I'll defend myself. I'll defend my family. I'll defend my wife as much as possible. But for everyone, I don't want anybody to die. And if that comes from the dollar collapsing and people switching to a freer money supply like crypto or I don't know, something else that might get invented between now and then. Um, I'm going to take that. And if that takes socialist uh, fucking agendas from the authoritarian left, like, I mean, if, I mean, if AOC and the, and the mommy milkers can help us get to uh, a free society, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'll take it. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I guess I'm, uh, yeah, I'm definitely of the opinion that like the quicker they print, the better, because it's like, uh, I mean, within reason, because I, I do think a slow, like if they did it slowly, it just allows people to get used to it. It lulls people into a getting dependent on it, you know. Whereas when they're just like being crazy and just throwing money out like the way they are, people get people well, we pick been, up on the idea that's irrational and they're like, fuck this, you know, like yeah, I'm well, out. We we've been doing it slowly for years. I mean, mm-hmm. ever since the Fed was created, we've been doing it slowly. And up until the past year, it's I mean, it's ramped up. And I don't think I've ever seen so many people red pilled and um, radicalized more than right now. So the point at which there was an acceleration, we saw more people radicalized to being against the state by a huge margin. I mean, even I. I, would, I don't know if I would, they even have statistics on this, but to see if like the Ron Paul movement of 2012 and stuff and all that, is that more or less than what has happened in the past year of how many people have been um, radicalized? Maybe not to libertarians, but at least to say, be red-pilled. There's red-pilled leftists. There's red-pilled, I don't know if there's red-pilled right, authoritarian right or red-pilled paleocons. I don't know if that's a thing. Maybe like Tulsi Gabbard or something like that, but... Like, yeah, I I heard something on the the podcast that Nick did on Liberty <laughs> Weekly today, where he they were talking about how this year created a lot of store brand red pills. Uh, yeah. So I I think that that that's probably like I feel like there were more red pills this year, but they were store brand red pills. So I think you get like from that Ron Paul movement, you get your uh, fucking principled red pills, whereas you get your store brand red pills from this past year. Which you know what, they're kind of almost our our cent our red pill centrist. <laughs> so like it's like if anything. Centrist. It kind of brings it back full circle what we were talking about at the beginning, where it's like these are kind of pulling our masses to our way, be like, look at this fucking bullshit. And it's yeah. kind of, you know, by demonstration. And then we have people like us that are the kind of the, you know, fucking principal ones that are kind of lead the fucking masses, you know, guide the herd. So, like, 
Yeah. Well, hopefully. <laughs> the, the best thing about this talk right now is I'm getting white pilled. Like I'm getting, <laughs> I am really hopeful for the future because seeing how people have responded to the lockdowns, to the printing of the money, to the fucking changing from Trump to Biden and then seeing them fucking get screwed over by Biden afterwards. Like all of this is just making people radicalized, red pilled, even store-bought red pilled to where if the movement, if somebody can take hold of the movement now and push it forward, like Ron Paul, like imagine if we had Ron Paul today, like, like Ron Paul in his prime right now, pushing for in the fed, in the lockdowns, like, like if Rand Paul wasn't so meh. <laughs> yeah, if Rand Paul wasn't shit, if Joe Jorgensen wasn't fucking saying, talking about anti-racism, and maybe Spike Cohen could actually, like, which, by the way, Spike Cohen, after the the run, has been absolutely awesome on Twitter and, like, everything. He's been legit. I think we're past the point. I mean, I think we're – I know, like, all everyone's looking for the guy – like the Ron Paul, whatever, I think we're past that point. I think it's time for people like me and you to, instead of the guy, we're going to have the guys. Yeah. You know, we're going to have tower gang. people. <laughs> we're, yeah, Tower Gang. We're going to fucking lead the future, dog. Like, but no, for real. Like, like I think going forward, it's going to be, you know, instead of just having one shepherd that shows a light, we're going to have a multitude of shepherds, and that's going to be what brings it forward. So I think if anyone gets anything out of this, I think it's going to be like, you know, fucking be that dude, you know, fucking yeah. start doing shit, you know, do a podcast, whatever the fuck, do something, start yeah, moving the, people that way. And the only thing I can see that is a obstacle is the technocracy, the like, because the movement is started online. It started on social media. We see it on Twitter. We see it on Instagram. We see it on YouTube. I mean, how many people have started? When did you, I don't know when you start. when did you start your podcast? No, like mid COVID ish. I don't know when the fuck I started. Yeah, exactly. exactly started mid COVID. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Nick just started his. We've had, probably have a huge influx of people starting libertarian podcasts during COVID, right before COVID in the last year and a half. I bet Dave's, Tom's, Michael's, all of their uh, like viewership has shot up during COVID. But now imagine if that's taken away. Imagine if all of a sudden tomorrow, like YouTube comes out and says, all right, no more libertarians on the on our platform. Twitter comes out and says, "You post something that says in the state or taxation is theft, no more." Like, what do we do then? I mean, well, I think a lot of people have already learned that lesson. There was a lot of like censorship that went on, and like for yeah. example, I've already taken into account into it, and I'm no big dog. I'm on fucking, I'm on BitChute, I'm on fucking mm-hmm. YouTube, I'm on uh, basically anywhere fucking podcasts are at. I'm. Once I get to enough subscribers, I'll be on library because I'm too lazy and I don't want to manually upload it. But I think once you get to 300 subscribers, it will manually upload it for you. Like people are taking this into account. Is the, the idea is to diversify essentially and yeah. it'll be fine. And I mean, not necessarily fine. I'm sure it will fuck with your shit. But the more they stamp down on it, the more they just divert the energy elsewhere. So yeah, I think people have learned that. I, I don't think it's going to be as much of an obstacle as they kind of showed their hand too soon with that. They kind of fucking yeah. like, hey. You know, we're going to fuck with you here. And like, okay, well, fuck you. I'm going to create library. I'm going to create this. I'm going to create that. Eat a dick. (laughs) And I think it goes back to you talking about how it's not going to be one leader anymore. If it was just one leader, it would be very easy to cut off the head. Dallas, Dallas convertible, right? (laughs) It literally literally just cut off the head. We don't have to worry about it anymore. But if it is thousands, 
of guys that have 100, 200, maybe 1,000 subscribers just all over the place. You can't stop that because once they, once you take off one, I mean, you only get rid of maybe 1,000. There's a million more thousands of units around. I mean, it's, and, but again, that's the only thing I'm scared of. I'm not scared of the government uh, because once they start pushing, they can only push with violence. That's what gov- the government pushes with violence, and we can push back with violence and defend ourselves. But when you take away someone's ability to speak, that's hard. I and mean, I'm again, I, this has been a kind of a thing this whole past year. I don't believe that the state and government is the um, even the short term um, solution to the tech problem, but. And I've seen libertarians make that argument. And it pisses me off. But um, I feel like the only solution is to get rid of the state, get rid of the you know. It's a whole. It's a whole fucking podcast by itself. And I don't know if you've had one already like that. Uh, I did like a little mini solo one, which was honestly trash. I'm not very good at solo <laughs> episodes. I definitely need someone to riff off of to do be effective. But yeah, no, I know uh, if people are interested, I don't remember the exact fucking episode, but I know Dave did an episode on that recently where they kind of attacked a lot of the yeah. a lot of the arguments of how like fucking people say that, oh, well, if we just fucking, if we just, Maybe you know, yeah if, yeah, if we do that shit and then they kind of go into like, oh, so we'll have the government control it. That'll work out so fucking well. Like, <laughs> and, and they kind of just completely demolish it. And they did a really effective job on it. I don't know. It was in the past, like probably five ish episodes. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not fucking studious enough to go to the show notes or anything like that and find it. So, you know, whatever. I don't give a shit. So <laughs> you can find it on your own if it interests you. But it's not as good and rosy as everyone thinks it's going to be. That It's just like, oh, the government will fix it. No, no we need nothing. to do what we've been doing and just need to diversify. And I know everyone says, oh, go make your own Twitter. Go make it. Yeah, that's exactly what you got to do. And that's what it happens. Really is. It really <laughs> is. And, yeah. and I think we have you, – you don't realize how many – libertarians are out there how many people that believe in freedom are actually out there that aren't vocal that aren't like me or you or especially you i don't really have a podcast but i mean i'm I'm vocal on twitter i do fucking shit on twitter and but like there's a lot of people that aren't that are super smart that can create this kind of shit and we need them to do that we need we do need to create different um platforms and the only, I mean, the scary thing is what happened to like, um, oh, what was the one? Parlor. Yeah, Parlor, where you have like, they shut down the servers. Like, then you're yeah, kind of really predictable, fucked. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you're really fucked there. But um, again, still can be uh, mitigated or changed or something like that. But that's, that was always only my, my only concern is. I'm white pilled. I think this is going to get better. I think we're going to have a balkanization or some kind of divorce within the U S within the next 100 years. I don't know. Maybe I'll be dead, but it's going to happen. We can't get going the way we are. I think it's less than 50, honestly, but go on. Yeah. Honestly, if I was put at something, it's probably less than 50 and honestly, maybe less than 20 because it's, I mean, Jesus, you can't, yeah, if I had to guess, I'd say like 20 ish, but I don't know. It's all around there. Like <laughs> we're going to be older men. <laughs> yeah. But, and if it, at that point, then you start looking at who you want to unify with, who, do, who do you want to? And I think the best unity is, this is, I mean, cop out answer, best unity is within our libertarian right. Mm-hmm. But after that, 
take the culture, like are we talking about take the culture from the right? If I mean, as in maybe take some good parts of it, the family parts about that. And then from the left, take the, we want to keep the state out of, we don't want it to come back up. We don't want it to be, um, to rise from the ashes and be probably even worse. We want to keep it down. We want to stay our freedom. And that's where you unify with the left libertarians. But, um, and that's how I feel about it. And at the end of the day, also, if you have friends that are fucking neocons, you have friends that are fucking leftists, they're your friends. Don't fuck with them. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I have friends that are all sorts of all over the place. We have a good time. We go out drinking. We have a beer. Like, the best unity is, like, you being friends with people and just being able to live in technically in an anarchist way between them. Mm-hmm. And um, if you can, in your personal life, be an anarchist, you are showing a light to the world of that this works and it works every day. We don't need someone to tell you what to do. Yeah. That's one thing I'd, uh, I mean, to end this on, I think if, if you are an anarchist, I do think you should, I mean, obviously within reason you, you weigh, weigh what you look at your life and think if it's something you can, but if you feel like you can, I mean, I'm not saying be a fucking annoying about it, but when people ask what your beliefs are, let them know you're an anarchist. Yeah. If we can make this normalized, that's like damn near half the battle. So, you know, if it's not a fucking weird, you don't make a fucking big deal about it. You know, you're just like, okay, I don't think we should have a state. And that's it. Yeah. You know, like whatever. If they ask you questions, you answer it. Don't fucking be obnoxious about it. Don't be like the CrossFitter that tells everyone <laughs> you do CrossFit. You know, like whatever. Like just, you know, hey, yeah, yeah, that's what I believe. And that's it. You know, well, I think that's how you should be it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, because anarchists have had this stigma for so long that it's chaos. Mm-hmm. And if they see you, they're like, I'm an anarchist. I'm your friend. I'm an anarchist. I go to work every day. I drink beer and I want people to be free. They can't like eat if they hear everybody saying, no, he's the, he wants chaos. And he, and the guy's like, no, I don't want chaos. I want freedom. At some point there's gotta be, there's a, either a disconnect or a connect that's going to happen. And if you do that on an individual level, there's, I mean, there's more of us than there are of, the fuck there's more individuals than there are the state. I mean, and if you, the best way to reach somebody is through being a friend and just being a good person. So, I mean, if you're going to be an anarchist, don't be a dick. Like he said, but <laughs> definitely show them that it's, it can work and it works because people can live freely together and uh, have free association. All right, with that, do you have any uh, plugs you want to drop? And I'm pretty much just your Twitter handle. I'm yeah, uh, uh, follow me on Twitter. Uh, Twitter. Follow me on Twitter, Berserk Adam. Uh, Tower Gang shout out again because I'm a fucking <laughs> G. I'm not Nick Ashley. Um, <laughs> uh, Twitter, Instagram, all Berserk Adam. I might, I might think about starting a podcast soon. I'm a libertarian, so I need, I need to start a podcast. That's pretty much the status quo nowadays is that you if you're libertarian you have to have a podcast fucking do we've been talking about in the fucking tower gang about having a fucking our own gas digital type thing no (laughs) that's definitely how i would get a podcast if we can do that it doesn't have to be political i don't like i think it's just another like we shoot the shit we get political we're all libertarians but if we can get some of these guys just to have fun once a week i'll be fucking down for that hell yeah all right, with that, I am uh, on the No Way Jose YouTube channel. I am everywhere audio podcasts are at. 
I'm also in the Liberty Movement YouTube and BitChute. Like I said before, this will not be on there because we kind of definitely went fucking political on this. Uh, Liberty Movement's also on Facebook and MeWe. If you're interested in that, you can hit me up with email on thelibertymovementglobal at gmail.com. Fucking give me money. Uh, Patreon.com slash no way Jose 2020. Or give me fucking crypto at endthefed.app where I'm also no way Jose 2020. Uh, like, share, subscribe, comment, all that good shit. With that, it's been fucking dope having you on here. Um, and with that, fuck Nick. Uh, fuck Nick, man. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. See ya, man. All right.